previously on Creek Chat. Back in the bedroom. Oh, oh, back, back, back in the bedroom. Yeah, 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 Bedroom. Uncle Bill's like, I'm not done yet, baby girl. I mean, you gotta make room for Uncle Bill, right? What happens with Dawson's movie? What do you mean, what is gonna happen with his movie? What can happen with his movie? I didn't go to Paris, but I totally could have. She has put herself in a position of potentially going to Paris twice. Is Joey Potter gonna go to fucking Europe? Probably season ending with her boarding a plane to Paris. Goodbye! Welcome to 50 Randy Quaid's Presents Creek Chat. I am your host, JT Dirt Merchant Money. And I'm pretty sure that's not the first time I've been that. But I'm pretty sure Joey Potter brought it back from the grave and said it again. It's very possible. Anyway, I'm JT I'm I'm JT Money. And with me, my guest as always. And it's me, it is me, and you know that that is the sweet sounds of the glorious and humble Chucky B. And we're here to talk to you about episodes 21 and 22 of Dawson's Creek Season 6. It's almost over because you know that this is the final cut. So let's get right into it. Because this is, as we discussed last episode, essentially the season finale. And what we'll bring to you next week will be the series finale. So let's get into your predictions for this season finale. You had some things to say. And they start out like this. I can tell you one thing. I hate that fucking title of season six finale. I guess they're leaving college for the last time. We're going to see it, basically. And we're going to see Audrey there taking summer school. Joey, maybe Joey actually stays there with Audrey for a little bit of the summer before she goes back to get her redemption. I guess we're going to say, Joey, you're going to stay at HK, working it out while your girl is trying to pass her summer classes. You're going to pass those summer classes. Do it. Do it right. We do see Audrey taking summer classes. And I think we the, do. I think, the assumption is, I think the assumption is that she passed them. Sure. Home run. Uh, Joey did not stay. She did not. In Boston. She did not go back to Cape Side for her redemption. But we'll talk about what her redemption was when we get there. It involved a pit stop in Cape Side. Let's just leave it at that for now. Oh, yeah. She was definitely in Cape Side for a very oh, yeah. uh, monumental event. Oh, ab- ab- absolutely. But her redemption comes afterwards. It was a home run. We'll talk about it. We got no Eddie, and I'm fucking happy. We got no David, and I'm fucking happy. But we got plenty, plenty, plenty of bad haircuts and super hunky fucking supernatural. They are my best chance at a current relationship becoming the wedding. Two out of three, directly correct. No David, no Eddie. Thank God. Yes. Sweetie, there was not plenty, plenty, plenty of supernatural. No, no, I we got a little sprinkle of supernatural, but we definitely got multiple mentions of Jen's haircut. But I think her haircut looked much better in these episodes than it did in previous. Well, because it's starting to grow back. 
I don't even know if it's so much like the bangs have definitely grown back a little bit, but they're styling it better too. But yeah, no, they mentioned her haircut like twice in that episode for sure. This time, believe I that that I got it written down. Grams is gonna pull through at least through this two pack home run. Home run. Dawson is gonna be he's gonna be not be happy, but at the same time, like what can you do? Like, are you going to let it fucking ruin you? No. I think he's probably going to be like, fuck, I should have done that fucking boob movie. So at least I could have gotten the money from that to fund this, right? And that's why I'm saying he should have done the boob movie. But obviously he can't do the boob movie now. Pacey's going to end up trying to figure out a way to pay him back, even though I don't necessarily know if he owes it to him. Home run. He does end up finding a way to try to pay him back, for sure. Dawson, not really too concerned about the boob movie, though. You way more concerned about it than Dawson. I don't understand necessarily why a first-time director is turning down a chance to do, like, I, I, that's where I'm I'm more, like, befuddled. I Because it's the opposite of the kind of movie he ever wanted to make. In his mind, it's going to be the same question that Joey asks him later, like, would that stop Steven Spielberg? And I don't think Steven Spielberg would have ever made that boob movie. And Dawson would have never been able to fucking have that movie on his conscience. Like, yeah, I, but you know what? I understand you have a different perspective on it, but Dawson Leary as a character, it makes perfect sense he did what he did. We're going to talk more about what he did once we see how that plays out. No, I, I might have some different feelings on that than... You might think I do, or I don't know, but we'll get to that later. Let's get. Oh, I got feelings. Let's blow through these fucking predictions here real quick. They're definitely going to end up spending a lot of this in Cape Side. Not home much run. is not much is going to fucking happen. Not a home run. Not a home run on that. No, but no. I was a super home run on the Cape Side. They're all basically going to end up back in Cape Side, and Audrey's going to finish summer school, which is essentially again we don't really see. We, I mean, we do Crack. see. We do see with Audrey. But they don't really talk. Like I'm assuming she got through. Either way, yeah, home run on that. What is going to happen with Dawson's movie? What can happen with his movie? He has no money to get film unless he puts it all on the credit cards like Pacey was telling him to do. Which I pointed out Pacey was not telling him to do. Has anything happened the past four fucking episodes? It's been garbage after garbage after garbage. It has. And, uh, and I bring it up in... Like, I bring it up later, and I'll just bring it up now because it makes fucking sense to talk about this, right? Like, these were the two best episodes so far of this season. And it's because they involve the characters we're invested in, not the fucking side pieces of the characters we're invested in. I didn't super love Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. It was fine. I think it was on par with a lot of the rest of the season. I think the last episode was a hell of a lot of fun, for sure. I enjoyed it. The reason why I liked the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road is because there were stakes on the line in that episode. And like you had brought up previously about this season in particular, is that it feels like there's nothing on the line. And like how I brought up is I feel like it's been a big part of just like the fucking side pieces of our main characters like what the why do why am i supposed to get emotionally invested in fucking eddie i have gotten emotionally invested but it's to fucking hate him but that's not how you felt for most of the season you have said before you were on the eddie train i was on the eddie train so you did get invested in it like you might feel like you got burned on in the end but you still got invested 
yeah, but you know what? It makes me, it leaves me with a sour taste in my mouth. Okay. And when you leave me with a sour taste in my mouth, it makes me go, I fucking didn't like that. Let's keep going on with that. Season five. Especially when I want sweet. Season five is when the show should have ended because it was fucking spot on, killing it. Everything was going good. And this season feels like a lot of overextending. And I mean, the Eddie storyline alone shows me they just don't know what the fuck they're doing. And then you add the supernatural storyline on top of it. Hmm. I think Supernatural and Jen gonna be good. I think Graham's gonna make it through the two-pack. I think Jack, who knows, they've kept him off a fucking camera half the fucking season. I assume he'll be around in Boston. That's the thing. Half the crew's gonna be in Boston. The original crew, outside of Jen, is gonna be in Capeside. So, like, Pacey, Dawson, and Joe, gonna be in Capeside most of the time. But we got Audrey, we got Jen, we got Jack, we got Graham's, we got Supernatural all in Boston. Home run for all of that. Home run. Until, like, the Boston crew ends up in the final yeah, yeah, episode yeah, 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 yeah. over in Capeside, but you're right. There's a little spillage, but... Let's, let's close it out with, but you know, and this is your greatest home run of all, but again, it felt like it needed to happen once it did happen, but you know, since it's Joey Potter Redemption episode as a season finale, it's going to be her redeeming herself somehow on Cape Side, and then it's going to be season ending with her boarding a plane to Paris. Home run. Home run. I mean, we didn't necessarily board a plane, but it showed her in Paris. With a terrible green screen of her in front of the Eiffel Tower. But yes, we saw her in Paris. Well, And I knew it was Paris immediately when she's leaving that place and she says like something in French. Okay, so here's the thing. I even wrote it down in the episode. In the beginning, she's like in this coffee shop writing in a journal drinking coffee and like she looks different she's dressed differently her hair is done differently and then they show her like she's there's the voiceover that's been so prevalent this season and then she's rowing a boat over to dawson's then we see her talking to dawson's room about like you can't quit the movie and then the next thing we see her in boston talking in the mighty alliance kitchen trying to convince everyone there to come help out but then we see her in capeside talking to pacey but then we see yeah. her back but then we see her back in boston again busting in on harley and oliver together and then we see her back in cape side again and then in the end we see her in the scene you're just talking about where she says something in french and she's looking like she did earlier and i even wrote down in my notes like what the fuck is going on oh oh shit she's in paris the whole time basically they what they were doing from the outset and i should have realized it because i did in the way they, they ripped off the shawshank redemption and the breaking out of prison thing and the writing yeah. the letter writing the letter from the guy who reap the benefits of the guy who broke out of prison like should have seen the f- paris twist coming but either way they fucked up the timeline but they give themselves an out by her saying i don't know if this is how it happened this is just how it felt yeah you bitches you goddamn you're gonna take up the se- the season finale and you're just gonna give yourself but on top of it like yeah she would have had to drive a lot but There's it's no- doable there's no way it was three, I think they said three hours there and then three. So that's like 12 hours of back and forth. And they, that kind of time didn't pass in what they were showing us. I think it's just going with the, this isn't necessarily how it happened. This is how it felt or chalk it up to bad editing. And they just put the scenes out of order. Yeah. I mean, it could be both before we keep going on. Cause I just started rambling. Let's get these breakdowns out of the way. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Pacey struggles to tell Dawson about his costly investment debacle, and Jen conspires to enlist her mom in helping Grams face a bout with cancer. Return of an old character. Played by a different woman. The mom? Yep. Yeah, because like when she first came out, I was like, I was like, 
fuck is tony stark back bro that's the exact thought i had where they had the profile of her getting out of the cab then they showed her facing forward and i'm like that's not tony stark is that supposed to be mrs lindley no that's not her is it well it obviously is but it isn't the same woman it was before but again but return of an old character boom all right and episode 22 joey potter and the cape side redemption with the future of his movie in doubt Joey rallies their friends to help Dawson finally realize his dream. Yep. Yeah. Let's break it down on the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. And they basically gave us two pathways here. The first one being the Mighty Alliance Cancer scenario, which is basically Jen ambushing Grams with her mom, Grams' daughter, who she refers to as that woman, uh, into her home to make sure that Grams tells her she has cancer. And, and tells Jack that she has cancer. Yeah, but Grams uh, gets bailed out by <laughs> good old Uncle Bill making a return. My fucking mind was absolutely blown because they're just having this whole awkward interaction all day long. Because Grams doesn't want to say anything, but Jen isn't going to blow up her spot. But she's giving her these dis- disapproving looks. And it gets to the point where Jack and CJ are finally over there later. I'm sorry, Supernatural. And... Miss Lindley doesn't know which one is Jen's boyfriend. Oh yeah, she's like, she's like, oh, so you and uh, you and Jen banging it out on the regular, huh, huh, Jack? And Jack's like, no, no, I'm, uh, I'm the gay guy. And and she looks at Supernatural and she's like, you're not gay. Oh, I guess you just can't tell anymore, huh? She's like, I don't know what the gays look like these days, but since you're not gay, I know about all these young women in New York, and since you're gonna be going to school there here shortly. I could set you up with any of them. Jen comes in. No, no, no. Jen's no, like, no. dude, no, no, that no. is my fucking guy. And as that situation all kinds of escalates and Grams keeps avoiding it, Uncle Bill just busts in the door and he's like, where the fuck are you at, Grams? Like, where is this broad? And <laughs> and Helen's <laughs> like, oh, that's Helen's like do you point. know this fucking creep? And Jen's like, oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's Grams' boo. Uncle Bill's like, I did a little snooping around on you, Evelyn, and I found out you got fucking cancer. You can't run from that shit. And they show Jack's face and they show Helen's face and they're both like, uh, what the fuck did he just say about yeah. cancer? No, are you kidding me? Um, and it all ends up boiling down to Grams is like, okay, I'm sorry. Yes, I do have cancer. And Jen's like, yes, I also knew. But here's the thing. Mom, you fucking owe me and Grams because you've been a real piece of shit for a real fucking long time. We're moving to your big ass place in New York where it's just you and you're five minutes from the best hospital. We're going to live with your ass and you're going to deal with it. And mom is just like, yeah, cool, cool. All right, cool, cool, cool. And then like later on in the episode, Grams is all like, hey, Jack, why don't you come over here for a second? And... (laughs) And Jack's like, yeah, Grams, what's up? And she's like, she's like, so don't for a second think that I'm leaving your ass in Boston. I need a man in this house in New York. So you're moving to New York with us because you are part of our fucking family. Well, Jen, Jen said something about, because they did bring up the good point, like you were the one who was pushing for us to go to New York before I decided on Boston. So you should definitely be on board. And Jack's like, good point. I'm on board. But Jen also said something about like Boston just doesn't suit your fucking flamboyant homosexuality or something. And yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, Jen, think about it. Since Jack came out, he became more straightforward facing than he was beforehand. Before he was out, he was a super art boy. And after he came out, he became a super football bro. 
Yeah, he just became more comfortable with himself. Well, and, and that's the thing. Like, it's not like he came out and was like, okay, now you can definitely tell that I'm gay. He went, like, the opposite route. So it's just funny that she's like, you can be way more gay in New York. Jack's like, that's not who I am. Though. Yeah, Jack's just like, no, I, I don't need to be stereotypically homosexual. I just want to eat my Flutie Flakes and call it a day. He's like, yeah, he's like, I still want to just love what I love. And also love guys, which they're all gonna go do in New York now, which is so fucking beautiful. I love, I love the Mighty Alliance heading to the Big Apple. Let's jump over to the original Holy Trinity of this show: Dawson, Joey, and Pacey. And we get a little side action from Audrey, and a returning for the third time, Jacko, your favorite guest in Dawson's Creek history, Jack Osborne. I call him Jacko. I saw him pop. I write him as J-O. Jack off. I saw him pop up again and I was like, are you kidding me with this fucking Jack Osborne thing again? What yeah, just, is going on here? Who did he know? Ridiculous. Who was he friends with on the staff at Dawson's Creek that was just like, bro, you want to come in for another spot? Like, this will be hilarious. We'll just have you on the show again. So we open up with them where we left off the episode before. And this is how we open the whole episode in Pacey and Dawson's backyard. Dawson pops out like, bro, I saw you like staring in my window for the last hour or so. And I was getting kind of weirded out. Like, you want to come inside? I've been doing some work on my shit. And Pacey's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I definitely don't want to talk about money. We can go up into your bedroom, which has been converted into season one Dawson Leary bedroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we've talked but it's, about, it's just for the set. Well, we've talked about along the way being back in the bedroom. Dawson's bedroom has been important. Yeah, he is back in the, the bedroom. Show. We are literally back in the bedroom in this episode. They take it all the way back because he recreated his sophomore year of high school aesthetic to a T. It was crazy. Well, those were having to talk about it in there. And Dawson's like, I love you so much. I'm going to give you credit on the movie, bro. And Pacey's like, cool, I still don't want to talk about money, but thank you. <laughs> now we'll jump over to Audrey and Jack. And the last time we see Worthington, as you predicted, leaving Boston. It's the last time we're going to see this dorm room. And in that last moment, we get Jack Osborne sniffing Joey Potter's running shorts. Yeah. Classy. Top notch. Just what you'd expect from Jack off. Yeah, it's it's just unnecessary. Well... They end up telling him to go hang in a corner for a while, and they have a little lovey-dovey well, moment. They, no, they tell him to leave for a little while, and he says, I'll stand at a distance watching. <laughs> yeah, he does do that. I'm going to watch. Well, they have their little tender goodbye, and it's all beautiful. Yeah, they almost made it seem like they're never going to see each other again, which is false because they do see each other again in the next well though i think joey even said i think in there like this isn't the last time we're gonna see each other and i'm just like yeah but it's the last time we're gonna be like doing it in this room we're not gonna be roommates in this room again next year yeah that's if we if we are roommates it's gonna be somewhere else but who knows if we're ever gonna be that like it'll be different because they'll have to end up getting their own place if they want to continue to be roommates depends on how the school is some schools don't let you get like off-campus places or anything like that till junior year or whatever like you never again don't know worthington's fake can't know (laughs) Don't know where it's not real. That's why I was proposing that they might have a California chapter. 
but they, that's just not it's not that kind of college like the way joey sells it's like an ivy league college so it's not like a phoenix university where you go online and maybe they're starting to expand and having like storefront locations this is a prestigious ivy league sort of yeah school. it's prestigious on both sides of the nation they don't stanford doesn't have like a new york chapter i mean they should I don't think that's how... You know what? Maybe I'm totally wrong. Maybe I'm an idiot because I don't know shit about Ivy League schools. Maybe they've all got secret fucking chapters or public fucking chapters all over the place. Maybe you're Let's right. Let's say I'm they an do. Idiot. Joey decides to go back to Cape Side, though, where I'm pretty sure Worthington does not have a chapter or she'd have been known about it. Oh, yeah. She would have known about the Cape Side chapter. But she sees this manila envelope on her back porch, and immediately she's like, shit, someone left the bomb. But then she realizes, no. She's like, is this a summons? dad a, what did you do it's a summons to her heartstrings via Dawson's script the unnamed Dawson script she reads it on her porch she gazes longingly down the creek towards Dawson's house and I'm like okay here we go and next time we see her she's here standing we go. she's standing outside the ladder she's looking up at it like can't believe it's all and then he, back he like now. sidles up behind her. He's like, go ahead, climb up. And That's she's like, a... holy shit, you scared the shit out of me, Dawson. He is does... that a knife? What are you doing? He slides on up and he really is. He's like, you can go on up, baby girl. Like, you know what's in there. You know what's up there. And she uh, climbs up that ladder. She goes through the window and she's like flabbergasted. Well, she loves it. She's all about it. And she's like, she's like, I'm literally speechless, Dawson. I literally have no speech. But also, I haven't, like, talked to you for the last year anyway, so I guess that's just par for the course. But she's like, you know, this room brings me back. It makes me feel so comfortable. Like, I could just lay next to you and not, like, jump your bones or anything like that and just talk to you for hours and hours and hours. But that's that's what they do. They hearken back to that season one, like, as it was getting weird, but before it was totally weird, where they could just spend that night together and things wouldn't be awkward. They would just lay in bed and chat about their lives civilly. They bring up the fact that she was a one-night stand. I'm pretty sure that that comes up in their conversation. Yeah. Yeah, she says something about, like, you were the only person I ever wanted to be with, and then you end up being my only one-night stand. So, but it never escalates. No one starts yelling. No one gets offended. They have a very good conversation conversation about it that lasts long into the night in the meantime while they're doing that having a classic dawson and joey moment we see pacey and he's at hell's kitchen and we see him filling out an application there is what it looks like to me at least and i think that's where they were at was hell's kitchen and audrey and and jack walk in jacko walk in and audrey again is like jacko get the fuck out of here i gotta talk to my friend and she's like, Pacey, why are you day drinking right now? You got this big old drink in front of you. Like, what's your problem? He's like, well, I'm not drinking, but I'm thinking about drinking. She's like, well, what are you running from then, bitch? He's like, the suit, man. The suit burned me. I've made people believe in me. And then I fucking let them all down immediately afterwards. Like, I botched the shit out of it. She's like, well, if one thing about being a drunk ass has taught me anything is you just got to confront the problem or it's only going to get worse. And he's like, yeah. fuck. She's fuck. like, she's like, all you're going to do is... Forget about your problems and then wake up and still have to deal with them. And so he's like, all right, I got to go Except deal with this. Except for now thing. you're hungover. <laughs> exactly. So well, I got to go deal with this then. So he heads over to Dawson's. And just as Joey and Dawson are closing up their evening and walking out the door, Pacey's standing there waiting again. And he's looking like he's in rough shape. Not drunk rough shape, just like emotionally rough yeah. shape. 
to the point where Joey and Dawson are both looking concerned, like, what the fuck happened? Like, did your dad finally kick the bucket? Like, he almost was going to before. Is your dad dead? Did Chuck's prediction come true of someone dying before the show's over? Not this time. Not this time. Pacey's like, nah, man, I just lost all of your money. And mine. And mine. Don't forget that I was fully invested in this company. Everything that I have, all of my possessions, all my whole life is gone. Your money happened to be caught up in that. And from what Dawson says, I think in the next episode, it se- sounds like it was about 18000 that he gave Pacey. Or, yeah. it, or it had at least gotten to when he asked Pacey to pull out. They don't make that clear, but Dawson throws that figure out there to Joey. And I'm like, okay, so it was a decent chunk of change there. Like, it wasn't nothing. It wasn't like two, not the two or three thousand dollars would be nothing, but 18 is a pretty hard loss to take. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. But the whole point here is what Pacey says, and it's true because Dawson concedes to it. It's not about the money anyway. It's what make me mad about this whole situation. They admit that it's just about Pacey making him and Dawson competitors for Joey and always keeping it's always come down to that that. point. He's like, since you did that to us back in the day, we have not been friends at all. And maybe we never were before that. And it's never changed. You never try to make a change. And Pacey's like, you never tried to make it fucking change either, though, dickhead. Like, you didn't call me in the last year where you been at. Like, this goes both ways. But to me, like, if it would have been about the money, it would have made more sense to me. But I hate that it went back to the Joey's in the middle of them. I think it makes a lot more sense. And then it also, it. it also takes the full circle of... This show is about Joey Potter. It's oh, not yes. about Dawson's Creek. Be- having it named Dawson's Creek is it. It's, it's because Kevin it's Williamson because, created the show, and it's about him. He's Dawson. That's well, why. And it's like the creek that Joey took to get to Dawson's house. Yeah, she would have called it Dawson's Creek, not Joey's Creek. Exactly. This is the creek I take to get to Dawson's. It's Dawson's Creek. Well, after this whole blow up, she's like trying to calm it down and say, let's go inside. And Dawson's like, I don't fucking think so. So finally, Pacey just kind of storms down the dock and Dawson storms inside and she's just left standing in the middle like she always is with these two motherfuckers. So she goes down to Pacey and he's like, why aren't you inside with that guy? I know that's where you want to be. And she's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, I don't have to be what you want me to be to fit into your life and i'm showing you that i care right now stop being a whiny little bitch like i'm here yeah. with you i'm here she's with like you. if i wanted to be there i'd be there like obviously she's like i don't want to be in the middle of it what i want to <laughs> do is have you two fucking idiots realize that you're fucking idiots and either fix it or recreate it and that's what they eventually do seem like they end up she, she straight up tells him you have to be the one to fix this you fucked this like whether you like it or not and whether it was intentional or not which is kind of dawson's point too he's like you always have the best intentions basically but you always fuck it up because you can't see the big picture and that's the thing here pacey didn't do dawson dirty no not intentionally at least he just got fucked and he got fucked himself and joey's like yeah but you still got to own up to that and you got to make it right well it's just like everybody else said and like as much as it might be a hard pill to swallow after you think about it for a minute, you're like, you know what? They're right. It's It was a business deal. Right. And that's what Joey even says. She's like, this was a business deal. Don't fucking take it personally because 
Like, yeah, he advised you to to make more money. But but again, not what Dawson was mad about. He wanted to be mad about the thing he's been simmering on for you because they were getting along. We even talked about it. I think it was last two pack. Like shit, these two seem like they're back at it now. They're good buds. But always, and they were. But always underneath Dawson had that simmering. You betrayed me, and I think Pacey always had the simmering. You are acting like a dick because I didn't betray you and if i did i apologize like that was still always simmering under the surface joey does force their hands and we see that in the next episode how it plays out but beforehand we got to start getting these montages in because we get this montage apparently audrey's playing acoustic guitar at, a, at hell's kitchen now she's becoming yeah. a singer songwriter and she clearly wasn't playing the guitar i think that was her singing but definitely wasn't playing the guitar we get a montage of state pacey still just Chilling on Dawson's dock, staring off into the distance, and then walking off. Dawson's in his room, just looking super pissed off about everything. What I don't necessarily understand is why the episode ended with Joey crying. I th- just because I think she's ready to move on with her life, but she won't feel like that's possible till these two dudes fucking sort their shit out. Because I don't know if she feels responsible, but she knows she's in the middle of it, and she's the only one who can get it fixed. And she's ready to make a big move in that next episode. I don't think she'd have been ready to go to Paris until that had been tied up. It seems like her issues with her dad have been kind of resolved. Any kind of issue she oh, may yeah, have Oh, yeah, I think her dad lives ago. there. No, But that's what I mean. Like, So that drama in her life has come to a point where she's comfortable. She's with had it. redemption! To some degree, absolutely. Frank's got his shit together. He's helping out at the B and B. Frank's like, hey man, her and Alexander are tight. Her and Bodie are tight. Everyone's having a good ass time there. But she needs to have this Pacey and Dawson thing resolved before she can fucking take off to Paris and feel like she's truly able to leave Cape Side in Cape Side. And and that's where we get to this final episode, which is one of the better episodes of this show in terms of fun factor. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. We get that voiceover I was talking about earlier, and we set the scene. Jen and Graham's selling some shit on the sidewalks. Yeah, a little opening. Another montage. uh, Like an opening episode montage. Yeah. Pacey and Jack are clearing out of their apartment. Audrey's in the library studying. Pacey's moving into Dougie's house, apparently. Dawson's bussing tables at Leary's Fresh, Fresh Fish. And that's when Joey shows up at his house at the end of the montage, rowing her boat over there. And he, she goes up into his room to talk to him. And Dawson's all like, I'm ready to write this motherfucker off for my life. Also, fuck Creek Days 2. Ain't happening. I'm done. And Joey's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, Dawson, 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 Dawson. And Dawson's like, what, Joe? And Joe's like, quit being a fucking bitch. I wrote down here on my sheet. Season one, bitch-ass Dawson is back. He was even acting it the same way. Because he was a different kind of bitch-ass in the seasons. He was a very specific kind of bitch-ass in seasons one and two, specifically. And that's disappeared, but it came back in full force for the beginning of this episode. And and then, and then he's all like, whoa, what? Joe being assertive? And she's like, yeah, that's right. I am being assertive. You quit being a bitch. Get all your shit together. I'm going to fucking set you up she's like i am literally gonna set you up for a fucking spike and dawson's like listen here's the thing fuck it i don't even believe in this script anymore so i just just don't bother and she's like fuck you i'm leaving right now i'm coming back later we're making a movie bitch and she splits 
And that's when she's back in Boston, apparently. And we see her at the Mighty Alliance home with our the, the best friends and Audrey in tow. And, and find- they're all getting ready to, like, they are all 100% down. They're like, Dawson needs us. Let's do it. And Audrey's like, yeah, he, he was the only one to visit me in rehab. And we totally banged because he couldn't fuck Tony Stark. That's exactly what happened. And that's why she's coming in playing these seductive Miss Jacobs. Okay, I have a slight issue with Creek Days 2. Okay. And the fact that why did he use all the names of the real people? Like, he... I feel like he would have had to change the names. Um, I didn't think about that. I think it's more just like you're for the- outing Miss Jacobs. No, I think, I think for being a pedophile. I think it's more the uh, for the benefit of us as an audience, like not having to deal with them calling her different names. Although we could have figured it out, sure, but right for the lowest common denominator. But I honestly didn't think about it. And you're right. There's no way they would have actually used no way Miss no Jacobs way. if there was a Miss Jacobs because they already went so far as like putting the actress in the exact same dress she was wearing in the exact same store that she met Casey yeah. at. Yeah. Like that was well, I did love that. Place. I did love that, oh, dude, and was, I love how like perfect. Joey's all like Joey's like, uh, you know that like you can see through that dress, right? And Dawson's like, oh yeah, I know. And, that's why. And that's why she's like, wait, cre- what? You know? And J- Dawson's like, yeah, I've been waiting for this shot all fucking day. Well, that's the difference between Creek Days and Creek Days Two. The Creek Returns is that he's a better director now. He yeah. has. Learn He's like, no, we her. need that sex appeal. Well, if you think back to season one when we met Miss Jacobs, that was the shot. You could see through her dress. Like this at this point feels like a making of the pilot of Dawson's Creek is the finale of Dawson's Creek. Is essentially what they were doing. Because yeah. they even have the same exact monster movie, like sea creature scenes yeah. from, from there. But before then, Joey comes over to Dougie's and she's looking Pacey. So she's out of Boston. She's back in fucking Cape Side. She's like, where's Pacey? Pacey's on the couch, covered in chips, covered in chocolate. Like, like he doused himself in chocolate syrup and just he laying is, on the... Doug is losing his mind. He's super depressed watching soap operas. And Dougie's like, Dougie's like, hey, we agreed if you're going to live here, you are going to be serving me deliciously gourmet breakfasts. And dinners and lunches every day because you're a fucking master chef and I can't cook for shit. No, I think it was just breakfast. Yeah, if I'm Dougie, I'm extending it. Uh, Either way, Joey's like, Pace, I need you to get your ass off this couch and help Dawson make his movie. It's like, like, man, the young and the restless are about to start. And he's basically like, listen, I'm going to ruin this movie anyway. Everyone knows it. Things will never be the same between any of us. Just let it go. And Joe's like, fine, fine, be a bitch. She's like, I'm out of here. I got shit to do, motherfucker. Yeah, she's, like, she's like, I don't accept what you're telling me right now, and we're going to fix this, but I have things to do for now, so whatever. Stay here with JT and do your thing, bitch. So she rolls out, and apparently she rolls all the way back to Boston. Because that's when she busts in on Harley and Oliver making out, and is like, okay, now I'm going to blackmail you into being in this movie. Yeah, which is like potentially great for them. Potentially, it is. Uh, I definitely, and I know they were hinting at it hard before where Joey, or Harley was Joey and Oliver was, I shouldn't even say hinting at it, like they blatantly just laid it out there in that semi-formal episode. I just have a hard time buying Harley as Joey. No, she's totally Jen. She's not even Jen though, she's Abby Morgan. She's maybe a mix of all three of them, but her attitude- She's like a super toned down Jen. 
I don't think she's she's Harley. I don't know. She's just not any of them. But I'm just saying, I have a, unless she's a good actress, I have a hard time. That's why they didn't really show her playing Joey in anything, or Oliver playing Pacey. Although I buy him more as Pacey. Although again, he's like a mixture of Pacey and Drew Valentine, <laughs> <laughs> like somewhere in, in in that mix. Either either way, we see Jen and Jack. They're out working their magic. I feel like they're trying to get film from the film store, or they're trying to get equipment. They're trying to get something, and Jen offers up a date to this dude and he's like um actually he's like no i'm not interested in that and she's like uh i'm like every nerd's fucking wet dream and he's all like uh not nerds that like dick and then he looks at jack and he's like what up stud and jack's like i see where this is going okay and then he's like he's like dawson you don't know what i had to do what i've had to do shit that like i would not have done that if this wasn't the the case but, bro, you know that I'm down for the cause for what I did with that fucking nerd. Well, so Dawson gets back from a shift at Leary's Fresh Fish and Family Photos. And he's like, what's up, Gail? And Gail's like, what's up, dude? Why don't you go upstairs? Take a little nap. Have some sweet dreams. No, no. Da- Dawson's like, Gail, Dawson's like. Go upstairs anyway. Dawson's like, Gail, 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 quit, quit fucking breathing down my neck. I got to take a nap. I'm fucking tired. I got to work at a double tonight. Thanks to your crazy scheduling, he's like, Gail, Gail, Gail. And he goes upstairs, and he's like, holy shit, everybody's here. What the fuck? Guys, I love this. This is awesome. Just like the old days when people just used to hang out in Dawson's room. But like, man, I got to work tonight. And then Gail comes around the corner, and she's like, you know what, actually, Dawson? You're fucking fired. Because you missed a film session today at the fucking... Leary's Fresh Fish and Film <laughs> Factorium, you miss giving someone their fucking photo pass. And he's all like, God damn it. Well, I fucked it up. And she's like, well, I got to just make a movie, director. But she also gives him a bottle of champagne to celebrate getting fired. She's like, yeah, get shitty wasted, brah. Make bad decisions. So the next day, we cut to the next day downtown. Fucking things are a bit chaotic, but production's rolling. They're literally in downtown Cape Side pulling it off and Joey goes up to Gail and she's like, yo, baby girl, like, is that special delivery on the way? And fucking Gail's like, no, the special delivery got popped out a couple years ago. I named her fucking Lily. Uh, it's, your mom. it's your mom's name. You should know that, dickhead. But the, the She's uh, like, she's always running around the backyard on a leash <laughs> yelling about Mitch. But, but the, but the she's other like, thing- I haven't even told her about Mitch yet. It's freaking me out. But, like, the other delivery, the creepy delivery that we were talking about, yeah, no, that's on the way. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, what's the special delivery? I thought it was Pacey. I knew it couldn't be Pacey because it was just, like, nothing. it was all up in the air. Why would Gail know if Pacey was on the way? Joey just talked to Pacey, and Pacey said he was more interested in slathering himself up with chocolate syrup than he was with helping make a movie. So I was like, I don't know what the special delivery is. It's weird. Dude, and then when Todd walked in... I fucking marked out hard. Shit's going south, right? Like, they're in the movie store, but since Dawson's been waiting for that shot through the dress all day long, the owner's pissed. He's like, it's Friday fucking night. I did you a favor by let you come in here anyway. You need to get out of here now. And Dawson's like, I need 10 more minutes. Dougie shows up, and Dougie's like, bro, I'm going to buy you 10 more minutes. I might have to take this guy into an alley and, like, kneecap him. <laughs> or blow him. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's an option. Like, either I way, mean, I mean, choice. there's always, and there was a classic uh, 
Dougie sure. Fresh gay joke. Literally the scene before this, during the breakfast scene, there Pacey did throw a classic Doug is gay joke out there. And after Pacey said it and dipped out, Doug just threw the bacon in the air and was like, whatever, dude. But Doug buys him the time, enough time for Todd to show up. And you're right, I did. I marked out I marked hard out too. hard. Loving every minute of it. It was fucking fantastic. And I just and I also wrote, I was like, why are Todd and Professor Dick like the best characters? As much as I didn't like this season overall, it introduced some of the best characters, but right? Both of them are kind of fucking creepy scumbags on top of it, which is the weird thing about the two characters, because I'll agree with you. There were two of the best characters introduced in the last two seasons. Audrey being the best of all of them, obviously. Yeah, I agree with that one. But, but she Professor, became one of the group. But Professor Dick and and um, Todd are also just as bad as they are good, but they're entertaining, which I guess is the key. Yeah, that's it's, maybe why I like it. because And their entertainment isn't like bad in the aspect of like questionable. Heavy, heavy drama. Well, Todd is questionable. But they, well, they I mean, like, he's not raping anybody. He's no, not, like, no. banging kids. No, not that we know of. <laughs> well, he shows up, and he's he's smoking a cigarette and holding a plate of, like, three heads of broccoli. And Joey has become the personal assistant, which we learned from the secretary episode. She does not like that at all. She handled this much better, though. Well, he runs on and on again while he's smoking this fucking cigarette. Like, I need you to get me broccolini because it needs to be smaller. And if I eat it, I'll live forever. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking she's, about? Yeah, basically, like, he's convinced himself that if he eats a little bit of broccoli every day, he'll live forever. Well, she takes off and she's like, I'm not going to deal with this. Audrey, you're done with your shots for the day. Instead of laying around, why don't you go cut up this fucking broccoli and give it to Todd? We'll get back to that later, because that's there's. We'll get back to that because now we get Pacey and he's running around Bucket. town. I know, I know, but we'll get to it. Pacey's running around town, and we find out he's decided to start doing some fundraising. You know what I mean? He's jumping from place to place. We see him like get kicked out. Well, first he shows up in like earlier in the day. He shows up and he's at like a a vet a vet's clinic or something. There's Dentist. An, is a dentist officer. There's an older woman and a younger woman, and he's pitching them on, like, listen, for just $200, you can get credit on this film, and you know what? Maybe we'll even get a cameo in this film. Like, you just give me that fatty. We got to help my buddy out here. And we see him later on now. He's running from store to store to store. He's getting chased out of a pizza shop where he tries to steal something off someone's table. I didn't exactly catch what was going on there. He gets chased out of, like, a clothing shop or something. He's running yeah, around. Yeah, he was stealing over. wallets and shit. He's running around all over town. And finally, he ends up at this restaurant, and he's talking to the owner about his past experience in restaurants. Like they didn't give us this kind of time in any other place except for the opening. No, in fact, spot. this this restaurant was part of a chain, the same chain that he worked at with Danny. Was it really? Because he mentioned he's like, yeah, I worked for this restaurant before, oh, but it was like at a different location under like this great chef oh i didn't catch that he had mentioned he'd work for the restaurant he didn't he didn't he didn't name drop danny but well, i was thinking i was like who's the only guy they could have mentioned but i thought they and didn't it was go, danny i thought they didn't go forward with the restaurant though i think this was just a restaurant no because it was the same one he's 
at later on in the episode and then even later on they saw him actually working as a chef no i know he was at a restaurant but i didn't think that the restaurant he was working at before where the alex character showed up i thought that whole thing got bombed and didn't get turned into a chain he that has the whole particular walkout. that particular one wasn't getting chained out. That was the test. That was the test one. That was the only one. I don't necessarily think that. I think that each one can also have different. Like it could have been. But that was the only location of that restaurant. Though. Well, then it's bad consistency. That was the because only he civilization. he definitely mentions it. He doesn't. He, he doesn't name drop specifically. I, again, I, I know he mentions working at a restaurant. I think it was more because he had worked at a restaurant and not because this was another civilization. I think this was just another nice restaurant. And he was saying, like, I'm not doing anything with my life right now but hustle and change for my boy because I just lost it all. I used to work in restaurants. I've been filling out applications at bars and restaurants lately. Like, I think that's more what it was. Is he was kind of inadvertently trying to put the hooks out there for the job we see him get later. But none of that's, that's super possible. important. None of that's super important. None of it's important at all. What is important, though, is that the younger woman from the dentist's office earlier is there picking up an order. And she's like, you don't recognize me, do you? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, the dentist's office earlier. I recognize you. She's like, no, 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 no. You don't recognize me at all. You used to follow me around like five years ago. And in my mind, I immediately went, oh, this is Christy Livingstone. But no wonder he doesn't recognize her because, once again totally different actress yeah well i was like i was like i slightly remember the character but i was like i don't remember her looking like this no she's the one who had or was told that pacey had a heart stripe yeah, um, yeah 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 back in like season two when andy was fucking with her but you yeah, know this was an absolutely different actress but i was like okay that's fine Allie larder who was the original one went on to be a much bigger name for a while yeah. than just a return spot at the end of Dawson's Creek, so I don't blame that, but I, it was interesting they brought the Christy Livingstone character back, so we kind of leave him there with, with her, and while all that's been going on, he's been fundraising, Dawson's still been shooting, he's been solving problems, Harley can't swim, so they find a way around the sea creature pulling into the water, and all that kind of shit happens, so they're showing, like, Dawson has turned back into Zen Dawson again. Yeah. Like he went from being season one whiny bitch Dawson to season six Zen Dawson very quickly, which was good because he's way better in Zen mode. Yeah, he's not a bitch. So speaking of him, we cut back over to the house and Jen and Graham's are on his porch and they're talking about New York and how great it's going to be. And he's like, listen, ladies, I'm going to have to ask you to move. You're in my shot right now. And they're like, okay, fine then, motherfucker. We're just going to go to New York. Fuck you. We're done. Yeah, We're we're leaving Cape Side now. And then Audrey's like, Go then, motherfucker. Don't Dude. don't look back. Dude, Just leave. They have the longest slow motion swirling around hug montage I've ever seen in my life. Before it was long. In, before they get in that cab. They literally showed like every combination of hugs they could show you in that big group of people. And it just didn't end. And then they get in... I, this is one of my favorite things, because despite how shit Jen's storylines have generally been this whole season, her last bit before we close out this season is the reverse of how she was introed into the show, where she was getting out of the cab, and it was Dawson, Joey, and Pacey working on that movie. Here, she's getting into the cab while Dawson's working on a movie about working on that movie. And she's like, yeah, and going back to the place that she came from originally. 
It's like, okay, that's a nice little bow on my story. Time to get back to my life in New York. This time, I'm not going to fuck any doormen, even if I am of age and they're not creepy. Doormen, out of the picture. I'm keeping it classy with Supernatural at NYU. I mean, we can assume Supernatural. I'm doing what you're doing a lot of the time and just assuming, because I don't know. Cause they Off camera, it. it's okay. He doesn't come up in this episode at all, which is fine. He doesn't need to come up. He didn't need to. They're headed to New York. It's all good. Now we cut back over to Pacey at Civilization 2, and he's still drinking with Christy. They're hanging out. They're having a good old, such a good time. She leaves him her number. Yeah, she's all like, she's like, ah, oh, shit, I gotta go. Pacey's like, ah, oh, damn, really? And she's like, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna leave you my number so you can call me. And he's but like, I, yeah. He's she, like, yeah, I will call you. And she's like, you should. No, like she's. And in I'm town. like, damn. No, she's definitely interested, and obviously he's interested. She's in town. He's back in town. What the hell else is Pacey got going on? This Why is not? girl, right? And Joey comes in just as Christy's leaving. And Joey's like, what the fuck was that? And Pacey's like, bro, I don't know either. Can't believe that shit just happened. He's like, hey, man, one window closes, another door opens. And, he, and she's like, yeah, okay, that's cool. I'm just here to get this food. He's like, here's what I want you to do, though, girl. Take this money I just collected for Dawson. Bring it to Dawson. Give it to him. She's like, I don't think so. This is your problem. You take that fucking money. She's like, I'm not your errand boy, bitch. Yeah, basically. And he's like, oh, cool. All right, I'll take this money back. But when she opens up the envelope, her eyes go real wide. I'm like, how much money? Oh, yeah, she slipped a couple hundred out of there. Well, it's like, how much money did Pacey manage to collect over the course of the day that her eyes are going to go wide? Or she's so broke that, like, 300 bucks is going to make her go crazy. No, I. Well, I mean, like, he got a couple. I'm guessing if he got a couple hundred a pop maybe more than that if if he's able because like we also got to remember he's a good salesman oh oh there's exactly that's how they made it believable they showed us the first time at the dentist office he had a big old sales pitch and he's a well, and like on top of it he's been doing this for years now just in different capacities right well he's been selling himself for the whole time we've been watching this show exactly so like, we we know he's a good salesman right so it's believable that I am not saying it's out of the question that he was able to raise a couple grand. I don't know. I'd say in my mind, I figured like eight. Especially if he eight, was going hard all day doing it. I figured like, like eight hundred to a thousand. Yeah, but they showed us it looked like way more. Misses yeah, but I'm I'm hits. also assuming that they're not going to show us all of the interactions. Okay, let's just say he had money in an envelope and leave it at that. Dawson's shooting in his bedroom, and they give us the classic overhead shot that they've given us many times in this show. Those two lay in the bed. They call a fucking rap on the shit. We're done for the day. It's all good. And we leave Todd and Audrey alone in the bedroom. And Todd asks or says to her, come on give a geezer a rub and we're all like we're all like oh yeah we know she likes the older guys so she is down for the pound and that's exactly where it goes oh yeah they get up and like literally pass dawson in the hallway like they all give each other high fives before play grab ass yeah they go into into todd's room and now dawson's gonna go sit in his room and listen to them bone for a few hours and then eventually Dawson's just going to go join in because things got weird at rehab. Why can't they get weird under his childhood roof? Yeah, why not? It's not his bedroom. It's a guest room. It only gets weird when Gail decides to come try and get involved. And he's like, Gail, Gail, well, go tend to Lily, Gail. Gail's the one who got fucking Todd there. She had Todd's email and emailed him. I'm like, what, you been emailing with Todd on the side? 
<laughs> she wants a little for? piece of Todd. Well, Dawson's left alone at the end of the day, except for Joey shows back up. And she's like, I just wanted to congratulate you and lay down in this bed with you. And he starts asking about like what it would be like if they were 15 again. She's like, I don't really think about it that way anymore. Like, actually, you making this movie really helped me kind of like move on from this shit already. And they have another pretty solid fucking moment where they just lay there and they fall asleep. He wakes up in the next morning and there's like a note there. We don't see what the note says, but he smiles. It's all like, Dawson, I hope you die. I'm moving to Paris. He smiles and we see, this is where again, as he smiles, we see the shot of her from the beginning where she's dressed differently and she's in this shop. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, where is she at now? That's not Cape Side, but it still hasn't clicked in my mind yet where she is. We see Dawson back at the ruins that we haven't seen for many seasons. And then Pacey shows up. And so what the note was, was Joey saying, meet me at the ruins. But really, she's just setting those two up. Yeah. And then they meet there and they're like, they're like, damn, thought I was going to bang Joey. And Dawson's like, well, I'm going to get the fuck out of here if Joey ain't coming. And Pacey's like, hold up, 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 hold up. We need to like realize that we're not going to get back our friendship right and instead of just being like well fuck it i lost a friend why don't we try to start like a new relationship like is that possible and after thinking about a real long hard time dawson's like anything's possible and then pacey's like you know what you're right here's a bunch of donations of uh people around town businesses and shit and uh one of them you're probably gonna have to give her a little cameo but other than that it's all gravy. Here you go, man. Well, before that, before that, they lay it out bare between them as far as, like, Joey. Because Dawson's like, you know what? Because Pacey said at one point, the only thing that even ties us together anymore is that we both love the same woman. Like, if it weren't for that, we'd have no reason to even be in each other's lives. And Dawson's like, yeah, but it also makes sense that it didn't work out for either one of us with her. Because the only thing either of, her, either of us ever wanted was her. The only thing she ever wanted was for you and I to just get along with each other. Yeah. She doesn't she doesn't really want to be with either one of us that way, apparently, or at least not if we don't get along with each other at the same time. Like this has to be all three of us coexist or fucking nothing. So she ditched us and went to Paris and left us here at the ruins to figure it out. It's but- like the reverse of uh like Mormonism, right? Or I guess that's not Mormonism anymore. Well, <laughs> It depends on which sect of Mormonism you're talking about. Uh, but it leaves us with, after he gives him the money, after Pacey gives Dawson the money, it does leave us with that hopeful feeling of him looking extremely touched and like, maybe it is possible for us to fix this because he's putting in the fucking effort. He means it. And he's like, dude, it. I just hustled to get like a couple grand for you in a day. So we cut away from that and we show, we get to the end of the movie. We're wrapping on the movie and we get another montage after the rap is called and it's pacey working in the restaurant it's jack and jen at nyu and then it's bam joey in paris doing her thing bye bye talking about the friends she had along the way and how she loved them and how she'll never forget them she mentions andy she does bring up andy yep i think this is very important to mention i specifically wrote that down yep absolutely because she doesn't come up very often anymore but when looking back on the importance of andy in the show she really Very was. Important. She really was for the times that she was was around. I think it was good that they did kind of switch her out for Audrey. Like Audrey brought a life into the show that I agree. Andy, with that. Andy couldn't bring into the show. It was really easy to write Andy off too. It didn't it made perfect sense? Um, 
So that brings us to the end, and that brings us to your two-pack thoughts. First off, I want to say that this season, this quote-unquote season finale episode, felt like a series finale episode. I'm not going to disagree with that, but had it been a series finale, it would have been extremely disappointing. Knowing that it wasn't makes me feel good about it as a season finale. I actually would have been surprisingly cool with this as a series finale. It would have been fine. I guess just because I feel like it did wrap everything up nicely for the most part. Like I feel better about it knowing that I got two more episodes that are time jumped. So it's going to be more hopefully focusing on our main characters and just being like, oh, this is what's happened over the course of the five years. And this is why we're back. I'll just say this. You get a lot more finality from what we have coming than what you got here. And that's what I assume, too. Because this was really cool and it did leave things open ended and everyone kind of no, everyone pretty much definitely got a happy ending or a hopeful ending at the very least. Yeah, but. But there's still a lot of open-endedness to that. A lot of things that this could get resolved. But if we play this out how we know things go, it probably won't. Yada, yada, yada. But it was still... It was satisfying. And like I said earlier, the gen ending, I liked it. Despite all the shit that sucked this whole season, I liked the way they ended her story here. Okay, so as much as I did like that first episode, I thought it was pretty easy to break down in that it seemed like the gang was abandoning Audrey in Boston, the Holy Trinity moves to New York, and the Capeside crew broods. Then, the second episode, I had a little bit more to write about. Uh, Dawson... Films his movie, seemingly makes up with Pacey, and Joey goes to fucking Paris. Redemption! Also, these were probably the two best episodes of season six. Maybe because they were the two episodes that actually mattered to our characters and the viewers because there was investment in these characters. I care about what actually happens to them as opposed to David's and Eddie's of the world. I see. I think Dave or Eddie was a very important character despite how much I disliked him. The way they wrote him made him essential to Joey being able to to in this last episode have the confidence and ability and strength to tell these two guys get your fucking shit together already i'm going to paris and everything that happened in this last episode or this season this quote-unquote season finale episode um it made me comfortable with the idea of this being the series finale just because of like what i said where everybody kind of had a copacetic ending which i like um and it it left things open which for a tv show if especially a show like this where you really can't necessarily have like a super definitive ending there's still going to be stuff that happens after the show ends to these characters like if this is a real world right so let me ask you had this been the series finale and there obviously was not a wedding which has been a linchpin of, of your feelings for a while would you been cool with this? Had you been going in wanting considering, the wedding? Considering they gave me something else to replace that wedding, yes. They, they made it very centered upon the whole group kind of fixing themselves and this movie. Okay, no, I, I, I think I, it's good to have been satisfied. I just didn't know if, like, if you would have gone in wanting that wedding, if something so the opposite of that happened. Because there's 
romance isn't really the angle in this final episode at all. No, but it was it was about growth of the main character, which this season it really did kind of nail it down that Joey is the main character of the show. This season, especially, it pushed it hard. No, it was last season. Last season is what solidified it when they gave her her own solo fucking episode. That's when you went. There's a lot of episodes that open with just Joey talking voiceover. No, you're right. But it was solidified before this season. That's why they could just do that this season. This season opened with her doing a voiceover, but they did the first voiceover. Remember first episode of season five. All right. In Gene Wilder's class. All right. Anything else on your two pack thoughts? No. Let's get to your predictions. We got two episodes. 23. All good things. 24. Must come to an end. The classic Dawson's Creek. Yeah. So let's just start out with this right here. Let me ask you, what do you think everyone is doing with their life to kick off this finale now that we're five years in the future? Let me be a little more specific to start. Is Dawson directing? And if not, what's he doing? All right. So I wrote down seven things. Okay. And it's pretty much... I feel like just going to answer a bunch of your questions. So I'm just going to say them all. And then if you have any other questions, you can answer them after that. So I want to lead with this one because it's the biggest prediction I've had all fucking TV show of Dawson's Creek in Creek Chat is I feel like this is the first time where I actually could doubt that there is a wedding in the finale in this two part finale because of the time jump. It allows for so much things to happen to where like people could already be married not to disagree with you but it's just as likely that in that time frame we're building up it's like when we're coming back that say by the bell wedding the reason we're coming back for this two-pack is because of a wedding just yes. as likely just as likely as people are already married so yes it, it could and and if that's the case it could literally be anybody and this is what I need to get out of you right now. If you had to put your money on it, who's getting married at the end? Keeping in mind, it doesn't necessarily need to be a blockbuster wedding. It doesn't need to be a Hollywood wedding. If there's a wedding at all, who who would you put your money on? Ideally, what I would prefer would be Dawson and Joey getting married at the bread and breakfast with Gail and Frank Potter being there like prominent because they're the surviving parents of you know the mom of dawson the father of Bro, joey i know it who works they are too fucking well <laughs> i'm just saying the symmetry of it works too fucking well for me is and... pacey is pacey the best man is audrey the uh oh for show sure. maid of honor everything right there those those two things right there for sure but other things that i have written down Grams is alive and cancer-free. Yes. And she survives the finale. Correct. Okay. All right. Dawson's movie was a success. Does that parlay into him being a director five years later? Correct. Still still working the biz. I don't know how much further he'd be really along because like, I feel like movies take longer to make than this show is showing us. Uh, that depends on the movie. A lot of movies are shot very quickly. Especially low-budget ones. I guess that's true. Pacey is a chef, and he is either dating or married to Christy. 
Okay, so he sticks in the restaurant game. He works, his and way he's up. gonna end up getting what was his dream woman from like childhood dream woman. So he stays in Cape Side and does his thing. I'm assuming. Yep. Or does he leave Cape Side? I guess I just assume wherever that wherever wherever that relationship takes him. Well, I think these are important. I think these are important questions. Actually, location. I don't think they are because no, for me, it, though, it doesn't is. matter. They're all coming back to Cape Side if. They left, but but that's but but that's what I'm asking though. Who's coming back and who stayed? That's what Joey for sure is coming back. She does not okay. live in Cape Side. Dawson? Dawson does not live in Cape Side. Pacey? I believe the Cape Side linchpin is probably Pacey. Okay, but I guess it would make sense. Um, it, that makes the most sense now that you laid out that way because our fourth main character Jen, she went to New York, and if we're going to consider another character a main character, well, we have to Jack. He went to New York. Like he's the only one that was left that would seem to be the one who stayed in Caveside, despite the fact he really always wanted to get out too. Yeah, but he wanted to get out for different reasons. Oh, for sure, absolutely. And at this point, he is like kind of like how Dougie is, where uh, you know he's always around at the family functions, Dude, stuff like that. Dougie so has come out as full gay. He's oh, with shit. Jack. Okay. Okay, no, hold on. So you're gonna go. You're gonna bring. You brought that up a long time ago. I I'm bringing I, it back. I didn't want to bring it back myself because I didn't want to force any hands. I, I just think it's fun. So Doug still is he the sheriff now? Yeah, Doug's the sheriff now. Dad's retired. Maybe dad? Dad's dead. Do we see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the sheriff is the sheriff is deceased at this point. Had another heart attack or something. Do we see a Gretchen? Do we see a mom? Do we see any of the other witters, or is it just Dougie and Pacey? Ah, uh, it's just Dougie. Okay. Dougie and Jack and okay. uh, Christy and and uh, Pacey. Uh, also, Todd and Audrey together. Okay, you think Todd and Audrey? What What are Todd and Audrey doing? Is she just living the LA life like she would with him? Hollywood wedding. They show us clips. Okay, oh, we get photos at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some. So, what's Joey Potter doing? What is she doing outside of... Well, she got her English degree, or at least that's what she declared her major as. What took her outside of Cape Side? What's she up to? Uh, well, you know, being with Dawson took her from Cape Side, and then Where being at? able to be like, like uh, I don't know, like, a, like, she worked well with Dawson, I felt like, but she would want to do more than that, and so, like, she became, like, kind of like a producer or whatever. So I got a few more people to ask you about. All right. I guess that that would make sense. Like, if she wanted to kind of work in that capacity, she was good as a producer, but she also had her own dreams. I was wondering, like, what did she want to do with her English degree? Well, that's the thing. She never really, they never really told us what her dreams right. were outside of right. getting outside of getting away from right. Cape Side. Agreed. Like, did she want to be a writer? I think that's the And idea. then she realized there at the end that it wasn't about escaping Cape Side. It was just, like, about growing up and not wanting to grow up. All right, so a few more people to ask about here before we wrap up this section. What's Jen doing? Uh, you know, she's keeping on, keeping on. And to be honest, I really don't have anything for Jen because, like, she became kind of a side character. I felt like they wrapped up her story pretty well. And so, like, I feel like she's just going to be still best friends with Jack. And so she'll be kind of, like, hanging out in Cape Side sometimes. Oh, because Jack would have to be in Cape Side then if he's with Dougie Fresh. So Jen is in Cape Side or she comes to Cape Side? I feel like uh, she's probably still with Supernatural. Yeah, I'm just going to say she is. Fuck it. Right not? Okay. She's with Supernatural and they're is she still like... Living, is she still living with Grams? No, Grams is uh is married to Uncle Bill. Uncle Bill's still alive? Oh, Uncle Bill is still alive. Calling her an old broad. So 
again, just two more. These will be quick ones. Do we get anything about Andy and what Andy's up to? Jack pretty much just says, like, Andy's living the high life in Italy. And what about Gail? Anything with Gail and or Lily? Gail's afraid of Lily at this point because Lily's learned too much about Mitch and doesn't leave the backyard. She's like, what, six or seven now? Yeah. And the last thing I want to ask as far as predictions, this is something you brought up multiple times. I just don't know if you were serious or not. A funeral. Do we get the death that you predicted? Do we get a funeral somewhere in this two-pack? Has someone died in the five years along the way? I'm going to go ahead and say maybe it makes the most sense for all of our main characters that Jen would die. You've mentioned that before. and like I, I think you were joking, couldn't tell. Now we're in the final stages. Well, here. there's nothing for her. Like you said, they wrapped up her her storyline very well with the tying the bow on the way she came in, the way she left. Maybe instead of explaining her not being there for the finale is, oh, she died, man. Jack is couldn't she... handle it. He moved back to Cape Side. That's oh, when he on. falls in love with Dougie. So you're saying Jen isn't in the finale at all? Yeah. I'm just going to straight up tell you now, like, that's wrong. Like, she's in the episode. Like, I'm going to just shut that down immediately. Like, she's in the I'm not saying she doesn't need to die. And I'm I'm not telling you to not Well, then that. there's no funeral. Because I don't. I can't see anybody else dying. Okay, so if there is a funeral, it's Jen. Otherwise, no funeral. Correct. Because uh, that's my... There doesn't have to be a funeral. I just wanted to check in. If there you. is a funeral, Jen is definitely there. Or it's a funeral for the haircut, and it's at a barbershop. Five years later, that haircut's been long gone. Maybe she kept getting it. No, not for five years. Not a we chance. We don't know. She's I crazy. I do know. I do know. How many different haircuts did she have over the span of six seasons? Six. Way more than six haircuts. <laughs> Way more. At least like three a season. Okay, so predictions are done. I want to pose something to you going into the final episode. And it's kind of like an overall season feel about season feeling about certain things in this way. I want to know what your favorite and least favorite seasons, character, characters, and couples are from this hot teen drama. I really couldn't probably give you... Like, like what, my favorite couple, my favorite season? Yeah. Like that? Yeah, I don't need or anything more... I yeah. thought, like, you were talking, like, my favorite in each season. No! I was like, I can't God, no. give you that Absolutely. sort of detail. Absolutely not. Overall, from all six seasons of Dawson's Creek, what was your favorite season and your least favorite season? What was your favorite character and your least favorite character and your favorite couple? I would say my favorite, favorite season was probably season five. Oh, you're just, oh, you can just do this right now. I would say, like, you can think on it if you want to, and we can do it. Shit, and just without the finale, I guess you could probably still do this. I would say season five was my favorite season. Um, I don't know what my least favorite season is, probably two or three. You hated three. So, yeah, probably three. from, From what I remember, like, I don't think you liked two, like, Maybe half or two, but three you just fucking hated. Yeah, I see. That's where I probably would have stopped watching. Favorite character? You could be conflicted about it. Not you're Jen. Gonna, you're going to be conflicted about anyone you pick. I think. Not Dawson. It could be a side character. It doesn't have to be a main character. Oh, well, then Grams. Who entertained you the most? That doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a main. You. I picked, loved Grams. You could have picked fucking Bodie, and I'd have been like, I get that. You know what I mean? But like. like my favorite main character is probably probably Pacey. That's what I usually end up settling on. Because it can't be Jen because she's just forgotten about most of the time. Can't be Dawson because she's just such a whiny bitch. I want to say Joey most of the time, but at the same time, I'm just like, sometimes I cannot fucking deal with your choices. 
So who is your overall least favorite character? Again, you can include any kind. Jen. Oh, she was your overall least favorite period. Yes. Even more so than even more so than Abby Morgan. Abby Morgan like served her purpose. Jen didn't I mean she served her purpose, but uh, maybe that's I don't why know. maybe that's why I love the Jen character so the much. The only real reason why Jen is around is because she's a catalyst to so many good secondary characters. Other than that, she really serves next to no purpose. Like like her her only other big purpose is she's the person that Joey doesn't like because her, she is liked by Dawson. Her purpose is the sexual awakening of Dawson Leary that draws him away from Joey Potter, but then ultimately draws him back to a Joey Potter and then away. I I love the Jen character. And I think part of it is because they end up treating her so poorly. Like I feel bad for the character because they could have done a lot more. Oh, and see, that's but where they, I go the decided, other way. I just don't give a fuck about they it. They decided in the end to, because in the beginning, the first like two, three seasons, she is my favorite. And I know you never really liked her to begin with, but she was my favorite character. And then she becomes like a secondary afterthought. And I'm like, fuck you guys for doing that. That's still one of my favorite characters, regardless. Especially they double down on Joey Potter, who I definitely don't give a fuck about by seasons five and six. Like, wait, just pissing me off. Like, well, I liked her more in these seasons, and it was she had better individual moments in these seasons, but overall, still just pissed me the fuck off. But it was yeah, it was like I still had all that bullshit from like seasons two and three, where I was just like, I am done with some of these characters. All right, so the, this who's your who was your favorite couple of the whole thing, Dawson and Joey, since they're your wedding pick, I'm assuming, or did you enjoy another couple more despite that being the story? They just make the most sense to me. And then who did you? Enjoy My most? favorite couple was Jen and David because they just Jack and David because they just kept it off fuck camera and made me not give a shit about it oh my god your favorite couple was the one that they kept off screen that you didn't have to deal with i thought you were gonna come in with like an andy and pacey or something like that no that's probably the legitimate one (laughs) i see what you're saying who is your least favorite couple what was the one that pissed you off the most eddie that makes sense i figured that was gonna be the answer i probably would say the exact same it's not what you would expect if you only listen to handcuff like a handful of the episodes where we talked about Eddie. But yeah, by the end of it, I'm just like, dude, Eddie, you can fucking die. Basically, that's where it was. All right, so that's all we got here. I didn't think oh, we were I'll ready. also accept a funeral in the last episode if it's Eddie's funeral. You think Eddie's going to show up? And nobody goes. Do you think Eddie's going to even be mentioned or show up in the finale? If it's literally just a cameo of Eddie's funeral with a guy talking and it mentions Eddie's name and there's nobody there, not even his parents, I'll be happy. Well, on that very lovely note, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up before we head into the finale next week. Fuck Eddie, I hope you die. You can go back. You can catch up on Creek Chat if you haven't. Be prepared for a finale. You can do that on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and, of course, at 50ratingquades.com. Yeah, yeah. You can definitely catch up. It'd be important. You can go listen to, like, 70-plus hours of us doing what you just listened to us do. Next week on the finale of Creek Chat, we will be announcing the next TV show that we will be doing as part of our Hashtag TV Talk series. Your best guest in the Midwest, Chuggy B, will be taking over the hosting duties. Yeah, yeah. Host, host, host. And I'm, I'm just going to be kicking it. 
I'll be the most gracious television host you'll ever hear and not see. Super motherfucking humble, Chucky B. It's going to be a lot of fun, folks. Lots of fun. <laughs> but until then, just remember... We, we be, be creaking! creaking.